Summer driving season is upon us. That's a combination of tons of traffic, all our roads under construction all at once, and a ton of accidents. That's summertime in Michigan. We have a ton of accidents, and if you are injured in one injury, attorney David Femininio and his team are ready to help you right now. It's simple. He doesn't take a fee until he wins your case. You could speak to David personally right now by calling 855-65-CRASH, or you can go to that website anytime. Get David. GetPaid.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. You know what? (laughs) First of all, shout out. Nice song, Roberto. Yeah, he's back. Came back out the gate with a vengeance. I, I like that. Little country flair to it. You know what, David? I do want to talk about that play. Let, let's put that play to bed and let's try to move on forward and talk about the uh, upcoming opponent. But it does lead me to believe one thing that I've heard it so much. And maybe, maybe I'm in the minority. Maybe I'm the outlier. Do people really believe in sports conspiracies? Do people really believe that a league has it out for your team? 248-539-9797. I'm curious because I had to hear about that and that play. And you know they just don't want the Lions to win. Why? You're, you're good for business. Why wouldn't they? Well, they just they just won the Cowboys, really, because the Cowboys haven't won anything in three decades. Do you really believe that there is a conspiracy against your teams? Whether it's the Lions, the Pistons, the Tigers, the Wings, Michigan, Michigan State. Do you really believe in sports conspiracy theories that the league is out to get you? Because I laugh at that. They don't, but I understand. Because you look at the different things, especially in the Lions' history. This man has been a lot of calls. There's been a lot of calls for other teams, too. But I guess you don't see that because it's it's your team. So that's just a question that I want to ask. But the original thing that we were going to start the show off with today, and by the way, happy Thursday to you all out there. With the what did we have a name for this? Because I, I see billboards are up across the city. And people are like somebody spent money to say no, Taylor Decker actually reported. And is this the worst, the most egregious thing that has happened to you as a fan? Is this the worst screw job that a referee has ever done for you as a fan that just broke your heart, that you can't get over, that you can't get past? Or is there another play? Because I can think of many other plays, but I just wonder, is this the play that was the worst? The worst play that a referee screwed your team over that you just felt like, come on, are you serious? 
You cannot call that. You cannot throw that flag. You cannot blow that whistle. Because in watching that game, it was very confusing. It looked like the Lions were winning. And then all of a sudden they weren't. And then they got to do it again. And then they missed it. And then they got to do it again. But that at this point, the head coach had, had pretty much, he was so upset. I, w- I could think of some other things. Gator brought up one in the crosstalk that I still think tops this one. The Phantom Foul. The Phantom Foul uh, was against Lambeer. That cost you an NBA final. That cost you right there. The other one, it happened in Dallas. But it was the Brandon Pettigrew when they picked up the flag. That was a playoff game. This, you still won a division. You're still in. I understand. I, just, I get it. You're angry. You're mad. I get that. But is or is this the thing that that you draw that line of delineation and say this was the worst thing I have ever seen in my life? Because I know a lot of people wanted the referees fired, banished, canceled, as the kids would say. They wanted them done. Is this it? Did we witness it? Because I think there's some a couple other things out there. And I want to know what is your worst screw job by the refs. And also, listening to that opening song, do you believe in sports conspiracy theories that certain teams must always win and certain teams must always lose? And, and yeah, you got screwed over. And it's because... The NFL just doesn't like you, Detroit. 248-539-9797. But to me, looking at it, there were three things, David. The Phantom Foul, that was one. That was a that was a big one because that was game seven. You, I mean, you don't get any bigger than that. Yeah, let me, let me let me give you something on that because that one was mine. And I was three years old when it happened. And here's why people saying, well, how can that be yours? Because I was raised in my family that we won three straight because of the Phantom Five. Oh, everyone! So would you tell didn't me, know any different. I didn't know any different. I would say, "Oh man, you know the Bad Boy era." As growing up, I'm like, "Oh man, I want to get back to that." We were losing in the '90s. I want to get back to the Bad Boy era, winning back to back. And they would kept keep correcting me, and the family would say, "No, we won three in a row. We were the three peat before the Bulls were the three peat." I'm like, what are you talking about? And I learned that as a kid because the Phantom Foul was it for my family. See, I can see that. If if you were a Lions fan, to me, it was the it was Pettigrew, and the it was the pass interference that wasn't a pass interference. They picked up the flag. Couldn't believe that. I when I saw, it, I was like, wow. To me, that's bigger than the failed two point conversion because he got tackled, open field. And the explanation, I don't get it. The other one, this one's a little personal for me, David, because kind of how you grew up thinking that the Pistons won three, this is one of those sports things you can't ever tell me that I'm wrong on this. 2013, MSU Notre Dame. It wasn't just the referees through four flags on fourth down that kept the drives extended for Notre Dame, and they would score on them. MSU loses. If they don't throw those flags, 
they win that game, they go undefeated. They're the hottest team at the end of the year. They're playing Florida State in the national title game, and I do think that they beat – I think that was the Jameis Winston team. They beat them. The no-fly zone was in full effect at that point. That's one you can't convince me. But for Lions fans out there, you I, I know. The pain should have subsided by now. So to kind of put it to bed, was that the worst call you've ever seen against you? Now that you've, you know, the emotions are gone. Because if I would ask you this on Sunday, oh, yeah, Monday, if we had to be here, oh, yeah, you were fired up. It's Thursday now. Yeah, you're back in your right mind a little bit. You're angry. But when you compare it to other things that have happened to your team in sports, was this the worst thing or was it something worse than that? I want to hear what you got to say. 248-539-9797. I would ask Kenny, but Kenny is uh, taking phone calls right now. I I just want to hear what the Red Wings thing is because I know it's got to be Wings related. Or maybe it's draft related. Maybe it's the Wimbayama not coming to Detroit last year. You had the worst record in the league, and somehow or another, you didn't get Wimbayama. You got Thompson. He's just as good, just spelt differently. <laughs> I, I have the exact same thing for the Wings. They had one of the historically worst seasons that a hockey team could have a few years back. And they ended up in, like, the worst possible draft position you could have for the lottery. It's like, how does this happen to me? I feel like that was rigged, and I'm still upset about it. Was that also, Bedard? No, it wasn't Bedard. But Chicago got Bedard after a huge scandal that they had on their team, and that was also awful. They don't, they don't deserve Bedard either. But so you believe in conspiracy theories? I believe in conspiracy theories. So do you believe theories. in conspiracy theories? I'm st- with the draft lotteries of both the NBA and the NHL, I'm starting to. I actually think I'm on board now. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it 
in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's how Lions fans felt Saturday after the game in Dallas. Just when you thought you had won, just when you thought maybe the two seed or even the one seed would be in your grasp, it was taken away from you. So I've asked a couple of questions. One, do you believe in conspiracy theories, in sports conspiracy theories that a league is rigged against you? The other question, because I think it is time to turn the page. Was this the worst call you've seen against your team? The failed, well, it wasn't even a failed two-point conversion. The, the, the referees screwed up and they got the wrong guy. They said it was Skipper, but instead it wasn't. It was Decker. The play worked. But in the end, you ended up with nothing but a nail. Was that the worst play that you've ever seen the referees screw you out of? As a sports fan, or is it something else? As I said, for me, it was the phantom foul against Lambeer. And it was also when they picked up, ironically enough, in Dallas, when they picked up the flag against Pettigrew, which makes you wonder, David, if they play a playoff game in Dallas, how are you going to top these two plays? Because if you believe in conspiracy theories, you now believe the league will come up with a play that will top these two. Because I didn't think that that Pettigrew pick up the flag play would ever get topped. And it did. This one. Mine for the Lions. And this might not be the most egregious, but in my mind it was because I think it was the first one that really shaped my thought process on how I'm viewing this team when I was a kid was the Calvin Johnson rule. When in that Bears game, that catch that wasn't a catch that should have been a catch. That's still a catch to me, and I don't care what anybody says. The Calvin rule is BS, yeah. and that was the first one that kind of just in my brain, that's like the origin story of my Lions fandom is, oh, I guess we just don't get any good calls going our way. All right, terrific. Okay. That was that was mine. I'm probably wrong about it, but for me, that was the biggest. Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. There are other teams that experience things. I, you have to be older, but David, you benefited from one. You weren't even born yet. But if you're a Raiders fan, you've been screwed out of two Super Bowls. That was the beginning of their era, of their The dynasty. immaculate yeah. reception where the referees, for those who don't know, they were playing the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Uh, I think it was Tatum knocks yes, the ball away so. from the receiver. Yeah. The ball goes flying in the air. Franco Harris picks it up allegedly before it hit the ground and runs it in for a touchdown. They didn't have instant replay. The referees huddled up, and the story is they asked security, do we have security to get out this stadium? No, we don't, sir. It's just me. Okay, touchdown Pittsburgh. Let's go Steelers. And then the whole tuck rule when they, you know, what's it was Michigan on Michigan crime. He hits Brady. Brady fumbles the ball. You can't tell me Brady didn't fumble. So I, I say that to say other teams have experienced bad things too. But I know here in Detroit, it seems like we get it a lot. So, that being said, Joe, you're kicking it off. You're on 97.1. Joe. Hello? Joe, yeah, you got turned on the radio. All right, what's up, guys? Hey. Look, we, it is a conspiracy. 
going back to the Calvin Johnson's catch. And look, after all, the Lions play in a small market compared to the Dallas market. Look, Dallas is the all-American team. Dallas is a team, a U.S. team that everybody loves to hate. So ain't no way. Right. Ain't no way it's not a conspiracy. Okay. All right. I appreciate the phone call, Joe. Joe Joe had problems turning down that radio in the background, so I had to let him go. Joe is saying that it's conspiracy. But here's what I have to say when people say, well, the league loves the Cowboys. The league loves the Cowboys so much. Why has it been 30 years since the Cowboys won a Super Bowl? Cowboys are a joke when it comes to the playoffs. Have you seen how they finished the last two years in the playoffs? They literally lined up Zeke Elliott at center by himself, along with the San Francisco defensive line, as they pummeled Zeke Elliott on his way to New England. Because they were like, you got to go. But he's saying Dallas is a bigger market. Detroit is looked at as a smaller market. All right. 248-539-9797. Tanner, you're on 97.1. Hey, Rico. Good afternoon. Hey, man. Good afternoon. Hey, so I was at the game this past Sunday. So this, just because it's so fresh in my mind, it, uh, that's the worst one for me. I've never celebrated something so hard in my life to lose. So I'm, I'm just, I'm, I've moved past it, but I have never won the Lions to be more successful in the playoffs because I need to get back to Dallas and have them beat those guys. Okay, Tanner. I need it. Tanner, I have a question for you because you got a unique perspective. You were there. Right. Yes. Were you in the end zone where he caught the two-point conversion? I was was in the opposite end zone. Okay. So, how long did reality kick in for you to realize it didn't happen? Like, you were celebrating, like, did somebody tap you on the shoulder and say, well, hey, Dad, no, no, no. It, look up, look up. It felt like a full minute. Like, it was like, you know, our, we had a bunch of Lions fans around us. And we were jumping up and down going crazy. You could see Cowboy fans. Just, it was their nightmare, right? And you just, it felt like a long time. And then you felt, you know, that, that slow, that, like that kind of a cheer, like, uh-oh. And then that's when you look down and you see the flag and you see Campbell going nuts. You see Skipper going nuts. And, and that's when you just knew well, there was something there. But I'm, what I've, you know, listening to you guys the last few days, we haven't been gone. I, um, you could not hear them report. There is zero chance. That was my next question. Did you hear the them. report? Yeah. No way. You, I, you didn't hear anything. It's over when uh, Coach Campbell said that they didn't hear anything on the field. I, I firmly believe that. You would, ha- you would have had no idea. Um, because that was probably the loudest part of the entire game was, was right, you know, leading up to that play. is the biggest play of the game. Everyone's on their feet. That you have 95,000 strong cheering. Um, which is why they ran the play because they knew they thought there was a good chance that they wouldn't hear it and wouldn't have time to react. So um, super frustrating, but I, I do really believe that, uh, you know, th- there's a good chance we're going to get back to Dallas and I can't wait to be there and, and hopefully they change that. Um, as for the conspiracy part, uh, I do think, and I grew up in Chicago and, and grew up a Bulls fan and the Derrick Rose, uh, you know, the Derrick Rose in the lottery definitely felt like, there's some conspiracy there that they want to get the Chicago market back. But I will say that with the Cowboys, I think that they really, really like having the Cowboys fans having legitimate Super Bowl hopes and those come crashing down every year. <laughs> so. I, I just feel like that's a sweet spot for them. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith loves it. You know, like it's, I think that it's just too perfect that they're a, 
11 to 12 win team to get in the second round of the playoffs. So the Cowboys are the uh, NFL pinata is what you're saying. Yes, absolutely. I appreciate the phone call, Tanner. That is an interesting perspective. They're the pinata. They want Dallas there just to knock Dallas down every year. 248-539-9797. Let's go back to the phone lines. Let's bring in Tommy. You're on 97.1. Oh, yeah. Hey, Happy New Year, Rico. Happy New Year, Tommy. Mine has to be, you know, I was a 25-year season ticket holder to U of M football, and I was at the – Oh gosh, you got it was ninety nineteen ninety or ninety one. Desmond Howard gets tackled in the end zone. Was it Fred Brown from Michigan State? Was that the guy's Eddie name? Eddie Brown. Eddie Brown, yeah. Oh, All that was yeah, number one versus no one. I remember that. Yeah, game. Michigan was Michigan was ranked number one. They were undefeated, ranked number one, mm-hmm. which makes it even that much tougher. And I, I'll never forget this. I see the uh, the picture in the uh, the the news the next day. You got three officials, one on each side and one in the back of the end zone. All three of them are looking at the play. And now one had the guts to throw a flag. It's almost like, oh, I thought you were going to throw it. No, I thought you were going to throw it. Well, no, no, I thought none of them threw the damn flag. And it was like that was the most egregious one I've ever seen in my life because I was there. I was at the game. All right, That made me sick. Were Were you in that end zone? I was that? in the opposite end okay, zone. Good, but um, Mike, the guy that sat behind us, he had binoculars. He, I knew him. He brought binoculars to every game. He was like, he got tackled, he got tackled, and we're waiting for the flag. Okay, Tommy, and there was no flag. Tommy, I, yeah. I, I feel your pain. I, I like to think we're friends. I'm about to tell you something that may send you off the deep end, and this is you. You, this may reopen that wound. Okay. So a few years ago, I know he could have caught the ball. No, 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 no. A few years ago. So I, I run into Eddie Brown and I'm like, Eddie. So what happened? He he did it on purpose. Oh yeah. He said, Oh, absolutely. I tackled him. It was no way Desmond was going to get that. Yeah. He was like, I tackled him because I figured worst case scenario is they'd have to run the play again. Yeah, he's a Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. And they didn't, and they didn't throw the flag, Rico. They didn't. He he admitted. <laughs> oh yeah, amazing? I tackled him. Appreciate the phone call, yeah. Tommy. Oh yeah, and the big the Big Ten. You know, the Big Ten came out on Monday. Remember, and they they apologized. They said we screwed up. We got yeah. it wrong. Which nothing. pissed off George Perlis. How does that help? Yeah, nothing worse than yeah. the big. Nothing worse than the Big Ten apology. Nothing worse or the NFL apology. You know what? I take that back. When the NFL comes out with a video, basically doubling down. Oh no 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 no, Detroit. That was on. You. <laughs> kind of like Dave when we come back. On you. That was on you, Detroit. Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. Yeah, I that one, yeah, Eddie was like, Yeah, man, I got beat and there was no way in the world I was gonna let him get that win on me. So I actually did tackle him. So yeah, that did happen. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. Let's bring in DJ. DJ, you're on ninety seven one. What up, though? You what right, up, my DJ? Dog? Nothing. I was actually at that game too. I, I up, broke my streak of of, of, win, of winning on the road. Um, but here's the thing, uh, Rico. Remember when I told you I went to the Chicago game and I left, and then they came back and won and all that kind of jazz. Yeah. Believe it or not, my impatient. I couldn't stand there and drink the soup. I was walking to the car with four minutes left yet again, and I had to stand by the uh, the tents and actually, I'm hearing the crowd going nuts. 
So I actually end up walking that, watching the rest of that from outside the stadium, and I was in disbelief. But when it happened, I kind of wasn't upset because I instantly thought back to 2014. I thought back to 2014. So in my eyes, I'm with you on this one 1,000%. First for me, it's the Phantom Foul against Kareem. That was like because it still sticks us fans to this day because it, it helped tarnish Isaiah's legacy, so to speak. Because if Isaiah had three in a row, that puts him in a whole different category. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? That one was way more relevant, that cheating. And then number two for me, it, the, the stakes wasn't that high, but the perfect game, the Tigers. Oh. That was one of the worst. Oh, my God, that one killed me because I was watching that game. That one killed me, man. Like, that was terrible. And then number three, I do got Pettigrew because to me, dude, for you to call a, 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 a obvious pass interference, huddle up, and then say, no, no, we, we can't let that happen. That's just how that seemed to me. Like, come on, dog. Like, that, that, that was terrible. Your second part of your question, do I think conspiracy? Absolutely I do. I used to didn't because I played mid-level sports. I'm like, no, nah, man, bull job. It's all about money, Rico. And when you start looking at it, man, it don't add up that – uh, LeBron just goes to Cleveland. The Wimbiana thing is the one that really tipped me over. Like, oh, we got the most balls, but yet we throw Popovich a bone right when he's about to retire. Absolutely is, is some thinking. And I just think that one caller, Rico, said it best. I think more so is because Detroit is a small market. People really don't like this city. They want the New Yorks, the, the L.A.s, the bigger markets for the money standpoint of it. So I think whenever it's given an opportunity, they kind of stick it to us when they can because they don't want us there anyway, like the Spurs and the Pistons when they was playing the finals. They didn't want to see that. So that's just me. DJ, appreciate the phone call. 248-539-9797. Do you believe in sports conspiracy theories? And was Saturday's touchdown, I mean, two-point conversion, non-two-point conversion, the biggest screw job you've seen from your sports team by an official? We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, we we'll get to the ticket text. We haven't been hitting that hard. I got a personal, couple personal ones. Uh, Freddie's Pizza Man. Paul, Paul Edinger hitting the field goal. That created the Millen era. That was the beginning of the Matt Millen era. Yeah. Just meaningless field goal. It goes through the uprights. What seemed meaningless became, had a meaning. It, it wow. had a meaning. Wow. That's a good one right there. Uh, not Lions related, but my boy Phil said um, the Saints, the pass interference with the Rams. Yeah. And the Saints got th- that, that, 
that was almost lying. Could you imagine if that was like the Rams and the Lions and that play happened? Oh, David, we would have phone lines for years. Yeah. Give me a couple of ticket texts. We'll get back to the phone lines. 248-539-9797. We're talking about one. Do you believe in sports cons- conspiracy theories against the Detroit teams? And two, was the call in Dallas the worst screw job you've seen by the referees to one of your teams? Go ahead, David. Uh, someone says the Louisville Michigan Natty game. Mm. Burke blocked Siva, but it's called a foul. Cost us a Natty, Chris and Hartland. That's also a phantom foul in my mind because he was clearly not fouled. You know what, Chris? If this makes you feel good, I wanted it to be a foul. But when I went back and saw it, it's not a foul, it's Rico. Not a foul. It wasn't a foul. David, you know how hard it is for me to say that. I know. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll stop yelling. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I just it wasn't a foul, but they called it. I tried to defend it, but deep down, I was like, "That's that's that's not a foul." Yeah, and I know it didn't matter in the end. Well, for that game, it mattered. But when the Pistons drafted him in the second round, Siva, oh, he was never gonna make it in this. City. I never wanted him to make. It. I was no. like, "Dude, get him out of here." They, <laughs> Well, the, I guess the good news is it's not a ton of Wolverine basketball fans. Correct. But, yeah, he was never going to be embraced in this city ever because they would always remember, oh, you were the guy that got lucky. Go ahead. Regarding conspiracy theory, someone says, yes, I'll go to my grave believing that the NBA wanted Patrick Hewing in New York. That is Mark from D.C. The infamous cold card. Now, here's what. here's where the conspiracy theory the NBA really makes it, they almost validate it because when you have to change the system, because back then it was just a bunch of cards were thrown in there. Every, it was, every team had a shot at number one, but for some reason or another, yeah, Ewing comes out, New York market, yeah, because I think the Pacers were actually the worst team and he should have been an Indiana Pacer. So they changed up how it went and – yeah, the LeBron thing. That was hard to explain how the kid from Akron, Ohio, got to go and stay at home and basically turn Cleveland into something. Yeah. One more, and then we'll get back to your phone calls. Oh, man. Mine, he says, mine would be the Red Wings 09 final against Pittsburgh where the refs didn't call the too many men on the ice for over a minute, had to get the crybaby his cup. Oh. Kenneth? Yeah, that was a really good one. I didn't even think of that one. That was fantastic. And I agree with that. They did want to give Sid a cup. Okay. All right, 248-539-9797. Let's get back to your phone calls. Ned, you're on 97.1. Hey, Rico. Hey, Ned. Uh, yeah, conspiracy theories are real. I don't know if it's necessary conspiracy theory, but, I mean, there's just too much stuff that happens that you can, like, it's hard to not say uh, – you know, something's going on. Like, the Rangers getting the number one overall pick a couple years ago. That that was crazy. I still don't know. The, the guy dropping the ball on the floor, and then who knows what's, what's going on with those things. But uh, as far as the Lions concerned, are, are concerned with this topic, I don't think that, like, I'm over it. If this was the 2000, if this was like a Patricia regime Lions team, maybe – I would stew on it a little bit more, but I'm already on to Minnesota. Um, but I think the most egregious was um, the Galarraga no-hitter. Um, 
that just altered history um, in terms of like historical moments. I mean, a perfect game is unreal, and to have it not called by a really, really bad miss, you know what I mean? That, yeah, that yeah. missed call. You know what, Ned? You know what I've never understood is why baseball has not come back and just reversed it and said, we screwed this up. That's now going to be acknowledged as a perfect game. It's very easy to do. I, I've never understood why baseball just won't go and do the right thing. They they should, and and especially with I think I think it wasn't long after that, maybe a year or two after that, they they started in, implementing the replay anyway. And I know that I forget if it was Cornell or one of the universities over there on the East Coast did a pretty lengthy uh, appeal with the MLB about it, and they denied it, saying that it wouldn't um, like they'd have to go back and alter too much, but. Yeah, um, I'm with the, the baby in your arms, man. That, that, that's, yep. that's, that's, it's full of what's ever in that diaper right now. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate Thanks, the phone call. Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine. So even that baby wasn't having it. Just, I've never understood why baseball, when the umpire comes out and says, I blew it. And I, and I, I applaud the ump. Because he could have went full what the NFL did for the Lions and came out and doubled down and said, no, we're sticking with the call. Umpire said, man, I screwed this thing up. I'm so sorry for what I did to this kid. All baseball has to do, to this day, we're going to reverse that. It was our fault. Like, Don't even get me started on, on the baseball people because they really believe that they are so high and mighty, and that's why you're a failing sport. Right, if they could prevent – people from going to the Hall of Fame for steroids, and they could change record books, right? Yeah. It's just one game. It's one game that the umpire said, guys, I made a big mistake. I don't see how this affects history. Okay, you now add a new name to a perfect game list. Wow. Okay. And? Everyone knows he should have been there anyway. Is, is that so, is that so hard? Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. Kevin, you're on 97.1. Hi, Rico. Hey, man. I'm, I'm still real bitter over this game, but that playoff game in Dallas, the picked up uh, flag. Oh, Pettigrew. Really, yeah, and the thing that really rattles me to this day, you know, Des Bryant was running around without his helmet on, which was an automatic penalty. You're right. The two things, and the two things beyond that, that was Gene Steratore. And now to see Gene Steratore, I believe it's Fox, he's their official that they go to on plays like mm-hmm. that. And he was the guy that was on the field that day that that did that. And then on top of it, the NFL ended up apologizing to the Lions for a mishold on Sue later on in the in that same game. Playoff game, Gene Steratore, an apology for the wrong thing. That I don't know how anybody can't that. And I was at the Galarraga game, so <laughs> <laughs> I've seen my share. But that that one that was the one. Again, yeah, and it's seeing Gene Steratore now as this official that oh we're we're so glad we have Gene in the booth and blah blah blah. No, 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 Kevin, I Kevin, I get it. Appreciate the call. It's like I'm sure a lot of Lions fans hate it seeing Matt Millen in the booth afterwards. 
and hearing his opinion. And every time he would say something, you're like, yeah, but you also orchestrated an 0-16 team. So shut the hell up, Matt. It, it, it does ring hollow when those types of people are, they're rewarded. It's like everybody got, ha- when, when, the, uh, when this refereeing crew got the Baltimore-Pittsburgh game. But I still say, that's not a promotion. I don't think that that the, the Baltimore doesn't care about the game. David, that's the equivalent of a G League game. I mean, that's like no, a, a step not. above Arena League. Because what's going to happen now is my team who can still make the playoffs with the win, and we need other things, but now we'll get screwed. David, if you get screwed, it's because you just screwed yourself. Baltimore, is where's the game at? It is in Baltimore. They're staying at home. They're not even showing up. When a team is telling you, we're not playing all these people, it's your game. Just go out there, run your offense, put that that Hall of Fame quarterback you got out there. No, they'll just screw us out of the game. Like they did the Jesse James versus the Patriots game. We could have been the number one seed in the playoffs. Instead, number two seed, we end up losing. Wow. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Got your college football playoff championship happening this Monday. Washington Huskies versus David's Wolverines. You want a detailed breakdown, talk to a a Husky uh, guy who follows them, covers them out in Seattle on the five-star zone. Check that out. Also got the Michigan side with Howard Griffith. We did two today. Kenny, David, what you got for me? So I'm not exactly a fan of the way this playoff shaked out has shaken out. So I decided because you don't want it anymore. That is correct. So um, we're looking ahead to next year. We're looking at the <laughs> contenders for next season. I found a list on. Season's Bleach. not over with, Kenny. Yeah, to me, it might. You season's know what? Over. You got two future Big Ten teams. The Big Ten will they'll own the national champion next year. And there'll be a rematch as well. This is my blitz. This is not your blitz. If you have one, then you can do it yourself. Okay. Okay. So we're looking ahead to next year at the contenders. Bleacher Report came out with a list of the seven contenders. I'm going to add a few myself. Let's begin with the two currently in the national title game right now, Michigan and UW. What do you suppose their chances are of coming back and being in the same game again? I'll have David in this one, too, because I'd like to hear. um, Is this like a one to ten type of thing or? Sure, it can be a one to ten. I, I would say for Michigan, man, it, everything is so up in the air. It really boils down to if J.J. comes back. Not even Harbaugh. Because I, I think you'll be fine under Sharon Moore if you do the right thing and hire that man. He could lead you for a long time. He's young. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but, yeah, that's a guy I wouldn't want to see you hire as a coach. J.J. comes back. You have a shot at this because the Big Ten – it's wide open. You know who the best quarterback in the Big Ten will be next year? It would be J.J. No, it wouldn't. Back. No. Dylan Gabriel. I'm not putting him there. For yet. Oregon. Mm. J.J. really doesn't throw the ball, David. Uh, but you're coming back. You're defending champ. If he comes back, he's he up comes there. Back, he's he's up defending there. champ. He has yeah. a ring, but he still doesn't throw the ball. It kind of, it's like a running back who doesn't run. You're, you're not oh, really a running Donovan back. Donovan Edwards. Okay. 
touchdown, black guy. <laughs> no, you're right, though. With that Michigan, was the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> so many question marks with Michigan. So I can't say right now if they can come back and compete next year with Washington. Who's quarterbacking? Who's the quarterback? They went out and got the Mississippi State quarterback. He's transferring in. Kenny, I would say I, I don't think neither one of these teams gets back next year. I'm with you there. Let's go to one that's always a perennial favorite, whether they deserve it or not. Alabama, always a favorite. They're bringing back Jalen Milrow. Whether he's going to be any good is also up in the air. They probably will have a better center, though. Yeah, you have to because their center transferred to Lowe's. So he'll be greeting you at the door. You know what? I, I'm starting to think that Bama may be going the way of Clemson, where they're not the same as they once were. They'll be a 9-10 win team, but no. I think the, the luster is gone from Bama. No, I think they'll win their side of the SEC and then beat Georgia again in the SEC title game and make the college football playoffs. Don't like that? Feel like you were just trying to be mean to me. Next one on the list, Missouri. They're bringing back quarterback Brady Cook following a breakout season and improved defensively. Their team will be next year. What do you think about Missouri? David, cut his microphone off. They're returning a, they're a really good no, quarterback. No, 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 because I'm about to say something he's not going to like. So Uh-oh. cut off Kenny's I think mic. I know what you're about to say. Yeah. I think Missouri can make it. I think Missouri may be representing the SEC next year. Yeah, that's ridiculous opinion. Uh, <laughs> you asking me? <laughs> You're right, this, but this is my blitz, damn it. I got to take control back. Um, so the next one on the list, uh, Ohio State, a bunch of players coming back in the defensive end to return. Um, are they coming out of the Big Ten alive? No, I don't think so. I think that Ryan Day is broken. I, I didn't believe this, and, and finally this year, I, I am believing it, that Ryan Day is... It's, it's not happening. You don't have the quarterback. You have pieces around there. But unless they go and get somebody, maybe uh, Caden Salters from Liberty, pretty much the only quarterback that's worth anything that's still out in the portal, I don't like what they have. And, no, you right now you don't have enough to beat Michigan. If you can't beat Michigan, you're not getting to the title game. Yeah, I, I, th- I thought Cam Ward would be a perfect fit for them, but the minute he declared – I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. They, uh, who's playing quarterback for Ohio State? Because Brown is not the answer there. Right. I said so, Liberty's quarterback may be maybe. the guy. That's about it. Next one here, Ole Miss. They have a top-ranked transfer class, defense, big transfer hall. Quarterback Jackson Dart will return as well. No. Uh, Ole Miss is entertaining. Ole Miss is fun. But Ole Miss will always be Ole Miss and just find ways to lose some games. Yeah, they're probably going to be another nine-win team next year. But they're entertaining. They score a lot of points. They got a fun coach who says and does stupid stuff. But no, if anybody's going to win the SEC, it's it's Missouri. Well, how big of a loss will Judkins be? Because he just entered the transfer portal. So because of that, question mark there, I can't say they'll be there. Sorry. Come on, Kenny. Let's just go ahead. and I feel like Dan Campbell. Just say it, Kenny. Let's just get it out the way. We'll get there. Don't, okay. don't worry. Don't worry. Don't. It's a grand finale type of a deal because I believe that's happening. Um, next one is Oklahoma defensively took a gigantic step forward with uh, head coach Dan Lanning. Um, do they make it any further? Oklahoma or Oregon? 
I'm sorry, Oklahoma, uh, Oregon. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm like, wait, did Lanning leave? Okay, no, no, Oregon. No, no, no. Okay. You know what? Yes, the Big Ten is going divisionless. Oregon bringing in, uh, yeah, they brought in a couple quarterbacks. Like I said, they 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 brought in um, Dylan Gabriel. They also brought in Dante Moore. Yeah. I can see Oregon being one of the top teams in the Big Ten. Landing plays a Big Ten style. Yes, I think Oregon can make it. David? Yeah, I want to talk about Oregon. Because I'm, I'm just I'm just looking at their schedule, and yes, they'll be there. You still got flashbacks of Dennis they Dixon got, and the sledgehammer at the they, block M. They got Ohio State at home, Michigan State at home. Yes, they're at Michigan. That's later in the year. And they still host Washington at home. Yes, with the divisionless Big Ten, they'll be there. And of course, let's not forget America's back-to-back champion Georgia Bulldogs. You no, have no love for my Spartans. I mean, <laughs> all right, okay. Rico uh, Spartans. <laughs> Thank you. Carson Beck's coming back. They got uh, Tra- Trevor Etienne transferring from Florida. Number two recruiting class in this year. Number one upcoming in 2024. Rico, David, Georgia. Kenny, let me ask the question. Is Missouri in the same division as Georgia? Yes, they are. I'm looking at it right now. Yes, they are. That game is going to decide I like the no no no. I like yeah. I like Georgia. Georgia showed me never doubt them again. What they did, what Kirby Smart did, and rallying those players. He he is the ultimate in making people believe that it's us versus the world. They're always going to bring in talent. Unfortunately, as I told you, they picked a bad day to have a bad day. They should have been in the playoffs. They should have had a chance to go three time champion, but it was difficult to do. Hasn't been since Minnesota in the 1930s, and there's a reason why. But yeah, I think they could start the streak over again and hit the reset button. So yeah, I if if your conference didn't have divisions, that would be the best conference title game in Atlanta. And that kind of brings me to the next question I wanted to ask about this: is the expanded playoff? You're going to have room for Georgia still in there, amongst other teams that are on this list: your Missouri's, your Ole Misses, your whoever. Um, does that? How big of a factor does that play, or do the top four teams just stay the top four teams? And no, it's no, the no. way it should have always been. No, I, I like the expanded playoffs because what it's going to do is going to show you, it's going to come down to coaches, who could come up with the game plan. Like when you have a month off to prepare for the bowl game, you saw what mentor, you saw what more could do. Now the bigger question: What do you do with six days of preparation? Plus, it's uh, Dylan Johnson. How do you handle injuries? If one of your star players goes down, do you have the depth to insert new running back or do you got to shoot this guy up in his ankle and get him out there on the field? I like it. And the home games, we've had two years of great semifinal games. Guys, hear me out. There will be some bad games in the playoffs, just like you saw the Georgia-Florida State game. I think that's going to be an outlier because you're going to see a lot of home games. I Let's just say that what is uh, four games, like for the first four games at home, three of them are probably going to be pretty good. You're probably going to have one, whoever the group of five game is, you're going to blow that team out. I don't know why we have to invite them to the table. I'm, I'm less worried about that, though, because it seems like every year, even with the 14 playoff, 
there's always at least one or two stinker of games in there. That always happens. And uh, yeah, and we've had two good semifinal games. We didn't have a good final game last year. I mean, my God. Yeah, you're ordering chicken wings in the third quarter. Okay, so one last one real quick. This is for Mike. Uh, Texas, plenty of experience returning. Defensively, they're capable of taking a step forward as well. And they're in the SEC. No, now that'll test them. No, if Texas was still in the Big 12, I would say absolutely yes. Texas is about to become the SEC version of Penn State. Where, great name. But you're going to find out the neighborhood got a lot tougher. They'll be in a bowl game every single year. They'll have winning seasons. They just won't win every right. when, when they, But when they go up against Georgia and they go up against the big boys, they it won't happen. Now, you got Quinn Ewers coming back. You have a lot of pieces in place. I just don't believe in Stark. I don't believe in Texas. Texas is not back. And that is your college football blitz. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.